Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace Theology segment. My name is Dave, and I'm the host for this podcast. And and today, one of our listeners writes in, and they have a great question. The question is, who were the Philistines? Well, you see, the neighbors of the Israelites were the Philistines, a seafaring people who came from the Aegean Isles. Descending on the coast of the Palestine in the early 12th century BC, the Palestines built five city-states between the sea and the Judah's hill country. In the Bible, the Philistines first appeared during the judgeship of Deborah. And by the time of Samson, they had spread their influence inland and subjugated much of Israel. Samson waged a bitter war against the Philistines until his betrayal and his capture. Samson regained his supernatural strength to pull down the Philistine temple pillars in the house in the hour of his death. And dealing a major setback to the enemy, Samson killed himself and all the Philistine lords and 3,000 other people. All this was recent history to the Israel, to Israel of, Samson's, of Samuel's time. Now, the Philistines have regrouped and began making a push into the Ephraim hill country, not far from Shiloh and the tabernacle. 1 Samuel 4.1 says, Now Israel went out to battle against the Philistines. They encamped at Ebenezer, and the Philistines encamped at Aphek. Now, Aphek was an Ephraimite town near the Philistine-Israelite border. Israel's army gathered in nearby Ebenezer to counter this threat. And so the, the account of the first battle at Ebenezer is as brief as the battle was depressing. 1 Samuel 4.2 says that the Philistines drew up in line against Israel, and when the battle spread, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 men on the field of battle. In modern parlance, the word Philistine refers to a person who is lacking in or hostile to culture. But you see, the ancient Philistines were as advanced as, if not more advanced, than any of the nearby peoples, technologically, militarily, and administratively, and thus they were a constant nuisance and a danger to Israel. An example of the divine disfavor is provided by the first defeated Ebenezer in 1 Samuel 4.3. When the troops came to the camp, the elders of Israel said, Why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? And the elders realized that God is sovereign over all affairs. And they also understood that under the old covenant, Israel's success or failure in battle was a direct sign of God's favor or disfavor. And so the Philistines are first recorded in the Bible in the table of contents in, in uh, excuse me, the table of the nations in Genesis 10:14, a list of the 70 nations of patriarchal founders uh, descended from Noah. The Philistines, it is believed, originated from Kafur, the Hebrew name for the island of Crete and the whole Aegean region. And for this reason, unknown to us, they migrated from that region to near Gaza. And because of their history of excellence on the sea, the Philistines are often associated with the sea people. Scripture records that the Philistines had contact with Abraham and Isaac as early as 2000 BC. Now, around 13, the 13th century BC, the Philistines moved inland from Canaan's coast during Samuel and Samson's time. 
They built five cities, Gaza, Ascalon, Ashdod, Gath, and Ekron. These cities were governed by a king and formed by a coalition of equals in each region. Each king re- retained control of the city. And some of some examples of this were Achish, king of Gath, when he dealt with Israel. And even so, they still worked together in times of national tragedy. And they were known for their innovative use of iron, which was superior to the bronze used by the Israelites. Even as late as Saul, the Israelites were forced to rely on the Philistines to repair or to sharpen their iron tools. And with more advanced weapons and military policy, the, the Philistines continually thwarted Israel's development as a nation. For nearly 200 years, the Philistines harassed and they opposed Israel's nation because they could not deal with their military might. The time of harassment and oppression ended when Samuel, Samuel and then David, through God's providence, was able to defeat the Philistines. Now, the Philistines were a warmongering and they were an aggressive people who occupied southwest Israel between the Mediterranean Sea and the Jordan River. The origin of the Philistine comes from the Hebrew Philistia, the Greek rendering of Philistia as Palestini, and it gives us the modern parlance of Palestine. After Isaac's involvement with the Philistines, they are mentioned next in the book of Exodus after Israelite crossed the Red Sea. The road through the Philistine country in Exodus 13-14 refers to the Via Marsis or the Way of the Sea route. And the Way of the Sea was one of three major trade routes in ancient Israel. The coastal road mentioned connected the Nile Delta with Canaan in Syria and beyond into the Mesopotamian region of Southwest Asia. So the Philistines were never neutral with Israel and they were never allies or enemies either. They played a vital role in the, in the life of Samson, Samuel, Saul, and David. The Philistines were infamous for their production and their consummation of alcoholic beverages, especially beer. Ancient Philistine ruins contained numerous breweries and wineries and countless beer mugs and other drinking vessels. One example recorded in the book of Judges during Samson's wedding feast, it illustrates the Philistine practice of week-long drinking parties. These parties from the Hebrew word matish, translated feast in Judges 14.10, means drinking feast. The Philistines were frequently referred to by the Israelites as uncircumcised. And uncircumcised means those who had no relation with God because they were not God's chosen people and should be avoided by them as a contaminating influence and evil. And so the worship of the Philistines was defined by three gods, Ashtoreth, Dagon, and Baal-zebub. These three had shrines in various cities. So archaeological findings, they reveal that the Philistine soldiers carried image of their gods into battle. And they were also superstitious people who respected the power of Israelites' Ark of the Covenant. Dagon was the Philistines' chief deity. The worship of this pagan god dates back to the 3rd millennium B.C., According to ancient mythology, Dagon was the father of Baal, and Dagon was the fish god and, and was represented as a half-man and a half-fish creature. Dagon is first mentioned in Judges 16.23, where we discover that he was a god of the Philistines. Believing that the idol Dagon had, has delivered Samson into their hands, they offered a great sacrifice. The temple of Dagon is mentioned in 1 Chronicles 10.10, where the head of King Saul was fastened. In 1 Samuel 5, Dagon is brought to humiliation before the Lord God. And throughout the Old Testament, Israel is seen as fighting the Philistines. 
While there were other battles that Israel faced, Israel and the Philistines had indeed had their share of battles. During the time of Judges, the Philistines were frequently a thorn in Israel's side. Jephthah, Shamgar, and Samson all fought against Philistia. And these battles continued in the days of Eli. Later they erupted in the conflict between David and Goliath, a battle fought within a larger Israel-Philistine conflict. David defeated Goliath at this battle, initiating a great victory for Israel. Even so, the the history between Israel and, and Phil, the Philistines was not done. During Solomon's reign, the Philistines were subdued. They were devastated by the same Assyrian kingdom that overtook Israel and were not destroyed until the Babylonian and the Persian empires. For the first Hebrew, Abraham, until Judah's deportation to Babylon, the Philistines were a constant enemy of Israel. The conflict related to a divergence of worldviews, for unlike the Israelites, the Philistines served human-made deities and were known as a violent, warlike people. In the Old Testament, we see seven major battles between Israel and the Philistines. These battles include the, the Battle of Shepelah in 2 Chronicles 28, the Battle of Aphek in 1 Samuel 4, the Battle of Eben Ebenez in 1 Samuel 7, 13-14, the Battle of Michmash in 1 Samuel 14, the battle involving David and Goliath in 1 Samuel 17, the battle at Mount Kaboah in 1 Samuel 31, and Hezekiah's defeat of the Philistines in 2 Chronicles 18, 5-8. So the Philistine defeat was not due to Israel, Israel's strength or even to Israel's prowess uh, militarily, but to the Lord's power at work in the life of the people of Israel. And before the mid-20th century, the term Palestine was used as a regional term. Until Israel was reestablished in 1948, the uh, Palestine referred to a territory between the Mediterranean Sea and the, and the Jordan and applied to anyone living in that area. Now, modern-day Palestine represents a mixture of inhabitants and Muslims from Bosnia, the Balkans, and the, the Caucasus by the Turks in the 16th to the 19th century, Sudan, Egypt, Syria, and Lebanon by the British in the 20th century. So whatever the Philistines' definition and precise lineage, all human beings are descended from Adam and Eve. Except for Jeremiah 47, there are a few prophetic references to the Philistine people. And the Philistines were assimilated into the Canaanite culture and disappeared from biblical record and history. They left behind Palestine as a testimony of their existence. Philistine, as it's used in contemporary language, is used as an epitaph to refer to a dull and unrefined person. And the Philistines, as we've seen here in, in this episode today, are not uncultured or unsophisticated. They were an advanced seafaring people who were years ahead of Israel on many fronts, including military uh, advancements and policy and thought, and their advancements in technology were superior to the Israelites. I want to thank you for listening or watching this episode of the Servants of Grace podcast. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.